0: Tommy T. How are you?
1: The second time I've seen you today, I'm very excited by it. I oh, know, we've been all across Victoria today, haven't we? <laughs> you mean underwater? <laughs> yes. Swim I swam here. How's he drive up?
0: It was okay. End of it was frustrating. What
1: well, are you gonna do? Northcote. Yeah. The people of Melbourne, they do not know how to drive. No. Which uh, which is the capital city you think is the, the best driving in the country? That was a poorly formed sentence, but you know what I'm mm. trying to say.
0: Adelaide wasn't too bad, to be honest. I think Adelaide gets it done.
1: It's only because six of them live there. It's true. It is a smaller
0: of the cities. It's not Melbourne or both Sydney. Both of our parents,
1: yes, now live there. Both of our parents live it up <laughs> yeah. to you. You can figure yeah. out what
2: that means. <laughs> you are you are brothers,
1: <laughs> allegedly. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, that well, they're both born with receding hairlines. What about you? Who are the best drivers also, in the country?
2: I was also born with a receding hairline. It's true. Mm. The best drivers in the country. Mm. I. Love going to the Northern Territory because everybody just drives real fast.
1: Yeah. It's very Parisian
2: style. There is it's, no rules. It's it's 110 and everyone's doing 160. <laughs>
1: and the and cops I, are doing 128 yeah. going, oh, I don't know. Basically, because they're in like Toyota Hiluxes with the yeah. world's heaviest. Just as fast on as the it back. goes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why police, anyway, it's a different conversation. Um, How did you find the race?
0: The sprint was good.
1: (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, welcome to Lakeside Drive. Brazilian Grand Prix, Interlagos mm. is fun though. It is fun, I think. Um, yeah, look, there's there are some interesting things to come out of the weekend, uh, but we'll get to them, I guess, at some point. Um, we're missing a pretty big unit. We're missing? <laughs> there's so you know, much space have to you spread noticed? out. I might spread out. You over should here. spread out. Firstly, but have you noticed? That's right. <laughs> Have what? I noticed what? Exactly, you're not exactly people. You can't, you can't miss it. In fact, I think this is this is just going to be the episode. Is just this?
0: <laughs> it's AS just, ASMR. just you're welcome.
1: Ten I've hours of light not noise. Breathing. Breathing. Not heavy, not heavy breathing. You're welcome. There's an air conditioner going, so we can probably just put a mic up next to that <laughs> and <laughs> <It's> simulate. <candy>. <laughs> <laughs> um. The main man himself is uh, is being a good husband. He's a good guy, uh, and uh, he won't actually be here for uh, for this episode. He won't be here for next week either. So uh, Mark mm-hmm. K is going to join us next week. But until Mark's again, better than all of us, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Except for his thoughts about who's the goat. Yeah, other who's other the greatest of all sorry. time in basketball? Michael Jordan. What would f- you say that for? Why I, up I up to know Mark. about.
2: I know about basketball. <laughs> Before we go any further,
1: <laughs> I
0: forgot it was a long one. Uh, got me. Before we go any further, I yes. want to apologise to Freya for being useless.
1: No, don't apologise. No, sure.
0: No, do it. I, I apologise, Freya, for being useless and not being contactable.
1: <laughs> You're not going to reply to
0: her text. You're going to say it on the podcast. Correct. This is, this is it. You will not I be, be listening. <clears throat> James, you've known me for a while now. How useless am I at communication?
1: The worst person I know. Yeah, at, bad uh, a lot. Bad. Uh, it's not true. I know Michael best. You're the second worst person I know. <laughs> Bestie will
0: hound you if he wants something. If you want something from him, hard to get held off.
1: Mm-hmm. You're a very busy boy. Eh, not not that busy. Like <laughs> I make don't, a lot you of just excuses. Give a shit. <laughs> I'm
0: just a jerk. <laughs> No, I just don't like being attached to my phone too much, and I make the excuse that I'm busy. So I apologize, Freya. If you would like me on this week, I will make it available. <laughs> too bad. That
1: ship has sailed. I, I might have done my dash, I the, think. The Steiner ship has sailed. It's set its course. I will say Goodbye.
0: that I did look, and it came through on... WhatsApp, which I don't use because I'm not an international man of mystery like yourself. Did
1: she WhatsApp you? Well, that was a good rookie error on her part. Yeah,
0: if you're not using the right channels, how am I supposed to say it?
1: You need to send an owl,
0: <laughs> Hogwarts right? to get
1: to Tommy T. Um, and the group, to be honest, the group chat gets your attention the most. The like yeah. Star drive group chat, so yeah. never ever. D- well, because it's direct message. Oh, sh-
0: I can show you now. <laughs> Keep the, them
1: accountable. The group chat in front is, of other in, is in
0: my top. <laughs> there you go. Oh, pinned it. I've pinned the group chat. Well, so there you I go. Respond. Shout out iOS.
1: Uh, yes alright good to know um, if you want to get a hold of Tommy T message our group chat <laughs> <laughs> good luck figuring that one out uh, yes look but it was a very good episode Frey did a solo uh, one she interviewed um, one of her friends who's also a, a mad Formula One fan she's a Max Verstappen fan although maybe not after that little incident and showing true colours this weekend but uh, yeah Emily did a great job uh, and it was it was a good podcast it was not that I've listened to it but I edited it so <laughs> <laughs> that counts I guess so, uh, but yes, well, maybe Tommy T will be on this week, but uh, yeah, can't be not here. Um, bliss. Mm. Mm. Mm, it's a great room tone. Isn't it? <laughs> Let's it's keep a good it. room tone. Uh, Tommy T. <laughs> yes. tell you who is not in the bin, Kevin Magnuson. No. It is the only thing that I, th- I could think of, apart from DR getting pole, it's the only thing I can think of that was actually keeping me interested in Formula 1 was someone like VB, K-Mag, right from the very back of the pack, getting a pole, and he bloody did it to him, and it was a sh- a harsh sandwich because Schumacher was the very back. Oh,
0: brutal. No, and the people are going to try and discount it, but it was completely on merit. That that qualifying, he was in the right place at the right time, but there was other people around him that failed. He was the one that put through the best lap. With the changing conditions, that's how it breaks. Like perfect, executed. And no one's going to take that away from him who's a driver because they understand exactly how it works.
1: It's just going to be people like you and I that just talk talk shit and don't know what they're talking about. Well, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the podcast. Yes. Uh, That actually is the description on the podcast. Yeah, but you're right. But every single driver, every team principal, everyone was stoked for Haas. Yep. Big
0: time, because it's their first as a team and it's his first as a as a driver. So it's excellent. For a team that's been going, what, five years now, I think, going into the fifth year. Uh finally to get some kind of accolade like that is huge and we'll keep them going forward is going to help with sponsorship and deals because they are the American team. They're mm. gonna need everything they can get because they're gonna be in the limelight at the three American races we have t- next year. Yeah,
1: absolutely right. This it's the longest a team has taken to get a pole position. Um, but we know that Haas have been an up and down. And they've done, you know, stupid energy drinks that don't exist as a brand, much like crypto. I forgot about that. Um, that Mercedes ditched as a thing because it fell over. Um, <laughs> it's the one of many crypto sponsors that are about to fall. Like bye you, bye. Heard it here, you heard here for that and Husky Chocolate disappearing together. Uh, so good. Like it. It is. It felt like we're going through the motions, honestly, coming towards the end of the season. I know I said this jokingly. We've lost three or 400 listeners um, a week at the moment, I think, because all of them are just so bloody done. Yeah. It, very cooked a lot. Uh, but Kevin Magnuson brought some joy back to us uh, a lot. So one of the joy to think about looking forward from an Australian point of view is that Oscar has, A, he's done a test um, in a McLaren. last year's McLaren. It was behind closed doors. Is um, that McLaren it,
0: better or worse than this year's? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm.
1: Yes. Uh yes. Good answer. Uh but he's getting an early release from Alpine meaning he actually gets to take part in the rookie test at the end of Abu Dhabi. Awesome. Which I think he was also promised to one of many indycar drivers from McLaren, maybe Pado? <gasps> Pado done it already Colton Herder. No. So anyway, whoever. I'm sure there's a be of four or five different drivers in a day trying thing. but anyway, it's good. Oscar gets in the papaya, um, early before Christmas, gets to figure out some stuff, gets to belong to the team, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. I mean, we want the best opportunity for him to succeed as, as possible. So I'm really excited. I Like I'm get, getting myself excited for Oscar to be yeah. a One as much as it feels like we've, we haven't even finished the season yet and we're looking forward to next season. Getting into a positive mindset. This season was over four races ago, let's be honest. Many more than that. <laughs> well, we remembered that Hulkenberg was driving at the beginning of this season. <laughs> oh, God. Right? Yeah. We were all thinking about Hulkenberg coming in to replace Schumacher going, yeah, but he's been out of the sport. Well, don't forget he drove at the beginning this, of the yeah. season and out-qualified Lance Stroll, who had already done testing. So, you know, it's a whole thing. Uh one of my next points, Estevan and Lance are duds. Yep. Uh <laughs> Alonso comments after the sprint. Thank God there's not many more races left, then it's finally oh. over. That's me just um kind of putting words in his mouth and paraphrasing, but what are as much as these two drivers, Estevan Ocon and Lance Stroll, like what what you what are you feeling about it? Because I mean DR's not driving on the grid next year, and these two are in fairly decently paced cars, it seems.
0: I think they're they're similar but different. Lance seems like he does not want to be there, but he knows this is the lifestyle and the the status and the his position in life. He wants to be a, a cool Formula 1 driver with the cool job that lives in Monaco and has a yacht. And That's Lance. From, from the outside, we don't know him, but he seems like a very boring dude. <laughs> like you don't know much more. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know much more than him other than he's extremely rich. And that's it. The rest of it is just like shroud. Like No one knows anything about this guy. And then you've got Esteban, who is not that, who's come from very somewhat humble in the mm. Formula 1 world, mm. that is. Uh, but it's just like a pain in the ass. And no one likes him. Like for all accounts, like Daniel seems like one of the nicest guys, could not get along with Esteban. Every teammate he's had has wanted to punch him in the head. <laughs> Every person on in every other car has wanted to punch him at some stage. He's just yeah. an irritable human being uh, and seems like a pain to work with. They're very just like odd personalities. When we're so used to these charismatic, cool, slick, like, I don't know, playboys, you've got these two duds that are just like boring
1: or painful to be around. Yeah. It it frustrates me because, and I've said this, I think, a couple of times over the last couple of years, these guys are leaders, you got to start behaving like ladies. You can't behave like a child mm. and not own your mistakes. And Lance coming to the press conference and saying, I didn't. I wasn't looking in my mirrors. I haven't seen the footage. Mate, you were there. You were in the car. You were literally in the car. You saying you haven't seen the footage means you're admitting you weren't looking in your mirrors when you pushed Seb's reaction was the best. Grass. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, which just is just, honestly, sums it up perfectly. He's, he's honest- like, okay, I, cannot I deal guess.
2: With it. Yeah. What?
1: And now it's time for the Discord comment of the week. Do you like my T-shirt? Yeah. The camera's set up this time so you can see. I haven't worn my purple one, my Lakeside Drive one. But this is our uh, Legends T-shirt, which uh, Tommy T designed and... uh it's still... It, it's both jacks, okay? Both jacks. <laughs> so we're just going to keep it with yeah. that. Yeah. Why not? Uh, until he gets to Formula 1. Jack squared. Jack down the bottom <laughs> at some point. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to support the show, feel free to grab some merch. Um, and, and shout out to a couple of you who jumped on uh, the website the last couple of weeks to grab that after I wore this last time, lakesidedrive.com.au, and uh, there's a couple of different designs, there's a whole bunch of colors. Um, there's some special campy designs that Tommy T has done. Um, <laughs> you can grab that. But this is our Discord comment of the week. <laughs> And this was me earlier because I didn't watch it live. Why would you? Uh, I said as a side note, this is in the Discord. Can someone please put forward a Discord comment of the week? And Roller Twenty Three goes, "Haven't you been keeping up?" Because <laughs> <laughs> you're so watching a after. Comment of the week. I don't want to scroll back through. There's too so, so and there too many and everything was going on. Like I was still having in, engaging conversations with people and watching all of the memes come so through. So James walked into my work today, <laughs> a couple of hours after the race had finished, but an hour yeah. and a
0: half, and I was just watching the the post-race while working. And James goes, oh, well, I bloody know he's won now, hasn't he? <laughs> he's, he's like, I'm off to go watch it now. Well, I saw two bre- <laughs> I saw two
1: union flags and I was like, well, Lennon uh... Norris isn't on the podium, is he? <laughs> <laughs> so I know who's got one or two. Um, and I saw George crying, so he's not. It weren't unhappy tears. He wasn't. No, no, they were happy tears.
0: Yes. Did you? Uh, did you? Were you upstanding for God Save the King for the first time?
1: I always am. Good o- guy. All the time, mentally, I am upstanding <laughs> for God Save the King wherever it's being played. You can imagine me uh, there in uh, you know full full respect mode all the time. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> It is my text tone at the moment. Actually, I love it. It's just the, <laughs> just the, that That little, bit. Mate, that's the lick that you wrote. Everything it's that you've t- written here, <laughs> except for this. Mom. Oh, no. I'm imagining you didn't record that in a studio, so maybe you did. No, if you, how is did the, you? Can you give us some
0: behind
2: the scenes how that, you did that? It's not up to me to say. What, the whip? <laughs> yeah, the whip. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I certainly didn't download it. <laughs> <laughs> let me just let me just say that much
1: yeah record what it what you
2: I, I, I recorded it myself mm-hmm. with my uh, not a cat of nine tails because that is that's whoa, too many that's, whoa. Nine, whoa. that's nine little whips whoa I, you know good
0: I <laughs> imagine you so, walking so, the streets of Northgate looking for some bamboo yeah. to whip around in front of a microphone is yeah. how I
2: imagined it worked my job is often just procurement yeah <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <It's>, uh, <laughs> He's honest. Listen, that's your title of this you podcast. you better I'm than Changing most. it from produced to procured by Ezekiel <laughs> Fenn. Um, I have one note for the broadcast review. Yes. Lap 42, Crofty and Martin going on and on and on about George's no soft comment for 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and then the note is good God. <laughs> the-
0: the other part of that is always talking about Georgia's hometown. Like, we're supposed to know what the hell that is. It's like me going, oh, Zeke from Upway is coming down here. Uh, no one knows where
1: King's wherever the hell he's from. Kings is. Lynn. <laughs> I only know I Kings asked, Lynn because he's been said 400 times yes, on that Yes, I asked my,
0: my co-worker who's from the UK. He's like, don't know where that is. No one <laughs> gives a shit. Stop talking about <laughs> it.
1: Martin's from Kings Lynn too, apparently. Sweet. Great. No one cares. And he's Two like, of them. But the thing is, and it's just... Uh, it's an international broadcast. Can you please stop? We are not the only Australian podcast. I Jeez. know Boxer Neutral's last week absolutely laid into Sky and the week before. It is lazy and it is very, very, very annoying. You know you're the international They're not even center. trying anymore. Be better.
0: They're just they're just focusing solely on British. They're they're coning in on it, if anything.
1: Oh, it's just it is absolutely disastrous. <laughs> it's it's Campbell's beer. Campy, who's in your bin this week?
2: (laughs) (laughs) You do have a beanie on. Let me just warm up my breathing (laughs) voice.
1: You can pick anyone from Formula One that you can remember the name of. (laughs) It can be any any generation.
2: (laughs) Well, I, in all earnest, I watched the highlights this morning. My God. Did you really? You did prep? And... It started off so great because, obviously, lap one happened. Mm. And I was like, if this is the whole... If this is what <laughs> Formula One is if like... If crashing's the whole thing... I didn't know you could crash into people on purpose. and <laughs> <laughs> uh, You can't.
1: But... Well, Sergio Perez can crash into the wall on purpose. Wow. Well, <laughs> that <laughs> just is just his prerogative. Yep. Uh Who's in my bin? I don't know. I had a good time watching it. That's actually very... There you go. That's... um. That's the whole podcast, everyone. Yeah. That's it. We're it's finishing the season now because <laughs> Zeke What I would really love and for And enjoy the opening lap. I really want you
0: to throw to Zeke one day and he comes out with a really obscure name. Mm. Just like out of nowhere, mm. like some 80s British driver or Brazilian driver for this week. Mm. I,
2: I did try and, and peep the name of um, the gentleman who waved the checkered flag at the
1: end. Oh, yes. But Emerson
2: it, Fittipaldi. Thank you. I was going to put him in the bin for not wearing earplugs, but. You should. I couldn't remember his name. Do you know why though? So he, because he he's he's
1: hear. won some Formula One championships back in the day. Wasn't wearing earplugs then. Has, has absolutely no really? hearing left because it it is loud. Those mm. cars and they are beautiful. Mm. It's true. So uh, well well picked, Emerson <laughs> Fittipaldi. We'll edit that in. So yeah, just say, just say it for me again, and I'll edit it. <clears throat> and can hang on. <laughs> 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 it's, it's Campy's Campy. bin. Campy, who's in your bin this week? Emerson Fittipaldi. Thank you very much. (laughs) That's the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Yeah, uh, look, I'm only putting. I tell you, he's not in the bin, and that is Mick Schumacher for driving Seb Vettel around in the in the drivers parade lap where they get in the cool cars and drive. It's like an anti bin. Mick was driving a roller with Seb in the back. I love that. I mean, Mick's not going to be around for the Mm. next year. But um, unless uh, Old mate Logan Sargent doesn't get his full super licence points and, and he then has then maybe he goes to Williams. But, uh, yeah, it was just some you like warming that. of the heart content. So you're starting a, a segment, the anti-bin. The anti-bin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's the opposite of yeah, I bin? Just, I was just thinking, what is the opposite of a bin? the A pantry? The opposite a of, the opposite of is
1: this. Oh, the pantry. I don't know. James's pantry. James's-, <laughs> What's in James's, James's pantry. James's pantry. <laughs> <Pantles> <laughs> pedestal. <laughs> the pedestal, <laughs> the pedestal. <laughs> writes itself. The podium. <laughs> um, some more non copyrighted music. Exercise <laughs> 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 probably fine. Uh, podcast penalties for this week. Would you like to give yourself You've a lot? Given yourself How one. many do you want? Uh, yeah. No, Back's I can agree with
0: me. Back
1: of the grid. Um, I did enjoy... Race band, then I can't I go replied to the group message, who's Tommy T. She's valid um, for that. You can put <laughs> yourself in the bin. Before we get into our team-by-team team analysis, let's just have a massive shout-out to our sponsor for this episode, uh, NordVPN. Uh, thank you to NordVPN for sponsoring this episode, as they will do for the rest of the year. Two years, four months, free. It is a really, really good deal. Uh, you can go to nordvpn.com forward slash lakeside drive to go and check it out. Uh, we've spoken a little bit about Housewives of Atlanta, <laughs> but what is your go-to region-specific content? Oh. It's not obviously Deadliest Catch. No, no actually, t- you because you mentioned this the other day. You fully committed to that series that I stopped watching. Oh, Walking Dead. Yes, which you do have to wait
0: for, and it is available on binge, so I don't have to. Ooh. But in the past, it was I actually really like And this might seem odd, and it's very campy esque. i realizing <laughs> as I'm saying it is Meat Eater. The <laughs>
1: the hunting show. Wow. Which I
0: used to have to change region to to go watch the the older seasons and you can still find.
1: Which region did you have to change? Was it, the US? it was the US. Yes, there you it was. go. Well, that's I mean that's one use of NordVPN this is t- one to do that.
0: The other thing I've done, which is the most common use for, and don't tell them, but when I signed up for my NBA League Pass subscription, <laughs> I said I was from South Africa to get a drastically different price for a yearly subscription. Is that so? Yes. And then now I have that.
1: That is it's to a win. Content,
0: yeah. So don't tell them because they'll find me. <laughs> but, the NBA, yes, the whole of the NBA. But if you two would like to get an NBA subscription, a great Is way the to do that.
1: 76ers coming <laughs> oh, that's why right, because they'll miss you probably. <laughs> But
0: it was a dramatic saving. So that's one thing that NordVPN can do. You can jump into
1: different regions
0: because they're not going to charge the same for Disney Plus Worldwide, say. Mm. They're going to charge specific to your kind of socioeconomic country.
1: Yeah. So... You can kind of take advantage of that. One of the great things as well, so when I've been traveling, if I'm in the UK and I'm happy to, enough to set my VPN to where I am, you find stuff like on Amazon Prime or Netflix, whatever you go, this is really cool, you know it's not in Australia, so yeah. you can just keep yourself in the UK for a, you know, the flight home and then you're landing in Singapore, it's still there and you can download the next couple episodes. Yep. It's legitimately been very, very good and actually helpful. Yes, Um, and the great thing is it's thirty day money back guarantee. Look, there's a lot of like hearsay, this all this stuff with the script and all that sort of jazz. Look, it is a bloody good product. We actually use it ourselves. Um, You can see on my phone it's the second app (laughs) along because I legitimately use it. So it's risk free. Go do it. Supports us by you doing that, um, and potentially lengthens our sponsorship with them. So, massive thanks again to NordVPN. Go to nordvpncom forward slash lakeside drive. The link is also in the description below. Let's do our team-by-team analysis and start at the very back of the green with McLaren. What's the actual? Uff. Okay, yeah. yes. you Boom.
0: you said, okay, I'm going to go watch the race now and went to the next room. <laughs> Within five minutes, I got a message. Well, Why am I going to watch the rest of this bloody <laughs> thing? Oh, I guess I better because we've got a podcast. It was literally verbatim. Well, what did I actually, what did I write to you? There's a couple of other. There's a few other funny things. <laughs> MCL Spinaz is also. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's because Norris yeah. spun bloody Leclerc out. I was surprised yeah. Leclerc didn't have a safety car. Oh, sorry to to abandon his car there too. When
0: they said that he got that thing going, I was like,
1: "He's in the wall! How is he going?" That was very impressive for him to get that. Those car front moving. wings, dude. Yeah, it insane. is. I watched the. I think I said last episode. I watched the highlights from the Brazilian Grand Prix last year, mm. and there's a couple of instances of people collecting other people, and it was just poof, carbon yeah. fiber everywhere. <laughs> front wing. This time around is like buffing into different people, like even Dr. And yeah, that spin around. It was unfortunate with Dr. That Magnuson kept coming. And it was really sad because I wanted both of those guys to have a good race. I know. And and Daniel was um, unfortunate with how he came in. I'm not sure it was all his fault because Kevin slowed a little bit down as well. Yeah, car in front of him, but, I mean, it was just a racing incident and disappointing. DR. And that's,
0: I, I felt like it was just a lap one incident. I didn't think yeah. it was, like, anything more than that. Didn't need investigation, to be honest.
1: And I think DR would have been sad that it was Kevin too, to be honest, because he, <laughs> have you, do you follow DR's new Instagram No, but profile? I've seen a few of them. Mate, daniel3.jpg is his username. Zeke, it's, it's what are your
2: whole thoughts? <laughs> what, on, on DR's new Instagram? On his yeah.
0: photography-based Instagram.
2: I'm, I'm happy for him to be. You know, trying his hand at something new and having a good time by all accounts. It sounds like he's going to have a lot of time to do it. Yeah. (laughs) It's important to have something lined up after a career change. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Here you go. Let's have a look at some of those photos as we talk about it. We'll come back to you. Uh, Can I just say,
0: Lando Norris was sick? Can I quickly say something? I'm so sick of him being like the (laughs) woe is me little little wuss that constantly, about seven times this year, they're talking about how he's felt sick. Can I be fair to where him? Where fucking where? Let's get it's on with not, it and
1: race. It's not him. It's Sky. Yes. It's constantly Sky. I don't think he, because he would have, if he was where, where, then he wouldn't have actually got in the car. What did you think? Is Impressive. It? Yeah. He's only following two people. He's following himself. <laughs> <Relatable>. Stats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stats. Yeah. And Lando.jp. He's not even following Lando's actual page. <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah. It was... Considering all of the stuff on food poisoning, or whatever, and like you know, we've all been there. It's pretty shit. And when you're pulling G's like that, <laughs> get it? <clears throat> uh, when you're pulling G's like that, it's pretty hard. Anyway, he did very well for a long time. Was battling in a in a place where that McLaren on paper shouldn't be. So look, big ups to to Lando for that. I think uh, he, if he was as sick as he says he was, then really hard to do. It's a shame that he DNF'd really with that uh, mechanical. But yep. for McLaren to have a double DNF. I can't say I'm unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> what could have happened to the worst team? Not really. Now, I hope Alpine overtake you.
0: Well, we get into these conversations now. Who's Who wants that? Is it fourth in the constructors? Fourth? It fifth? is, yep. Who actually wants it? Because it's actually detrimental to wind tunnel time. Yeah, so but I, you get more money. Yeah, but do you want more wind tunnel time? Because yeah, money's easy to come I mean, by. McLaren
1: haven't spent any time in a wind tunnel anyway. What's the point <laughs> now? You might as well just get the cash.
0: Uh, I'm just throwing it out. This is my putting on my tinfoil candy hat. Is, Ooh are they actually trying to throw this so they get more wind tunnel time because they're more competitive next year? Interesting. The couple of millions of dollars they'll find with a sponsor. McLaren have no shortage of sponsors. They have every sponsor I can they think of. They are moving billboard. Electronic are, billboard too now. Geez. They're starting to move, they
1: yeah. like change. They are out of control. No so
0: I don't think they're worried about cash. Did they throw this? Did they maybe, once they saw Daniel was out and not going to get points, did they decide that they were just going to turn off? Maybe ask Lando to stop and, oh, yeah, it's kind of cool. Interesting. <laughs> I,
1: like the, I like the Jeopardy.
0: Throw it out <laughs> there. Um, because I think
1: sparkle sound effect it
0: seems a... like Alpine Jeopardy. tried to do it yesterday, uh, the day before, when they were trying to take each other out in the sprint race. So <laughs> are they all are they competing for the bottom right now, <laughs> trying to get more wind tunnel time?
1: Here it is. So uh, the, the race for second and third is on. Mercedes on 505 points. Ferrari on 524 points. Alpine, 167. McLaren, 148. So- There is still the potential for McLaren to get ahead, but it's so unlikely knowing how fast that Alpine is. And considering they started out of position, they really pushed themselves towards the front. So anyway, let's talk about Williams. Uh, Nick Latifi in his 2nd last race was 16th, which is – I'm not sure if you've listened. I know you uh, sometimes struggle to listen to the official Formula 1 podcasts, but the interview he did with TC – um, was actually very good. It's, it's, he really laid it on the line. Um, we like Nick. We do. Yeah. He gotifi is gotifi for a reason. Yeah. Um, we wish him all the best, but it is him literally going through the motions at this point. Yeah. Um, waiting for Logan Sargent to not get his super license points for him to be able to. Do. I mean, Nick Latifi has, has impacted, he didn't mean to, but he has impacted stuff in Abu Dhabi before. It's true. Maybe he could do it again. Um, Alex Albon in 15th, he uh will have memories of Lewis Hamilton spinning him right round baby right round oh. uh, off that podium. Yep. Way back when, um, when he used to be a Red Bull driver. Remember I think when Gasly Red Bull got all didn't he? Gasly, yeah. And Albon, same season. Uh yes, and Gasly, I think he did got a he got a podium and he was uh racing Lewis Hamilton and he remembered remember saying that. he was yeah, putting his head down trying yep. to get the least amount of drag as possible. Um, which was great for him to to get up onto the podium. Alongside Max. Uh, Alpha Tauri, though, Pierre Gasly, 14th, Sonoda, 17th. Now, I'm not sure if you saw this, but Yuki Sonoda was trying to unlap himself at one point um, with a safety car. But the safety car, you know, the cars can unlap themselves. There are only two cars yep. listed, and he was not one of them listed. So suddenly he found himself in fifth or sixth. Knew one of the Ferraris, and they and they all started backing up. He was like, "I'm not meant to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I've made a huge mistake." So when they went green, the safety car line and George led them all off. He had to pull over to the side to let, and everyone, let everyone else go through. To so to had to find go this position. Ugh. So that uh, sounds like
0: a, a race control problem, not his problem so much.
1: Well, to be honest, I think it's probably his team not relaying to him. He probably right. just saw the the light on the safety car change for cars to be able to overtake. Yep. And it was like, well, I'm out of position. Surely that means me. It didn't, which harks back to Safety Car Procedures and Abu Dhabi mm. 2021. If you want to go there, um, it's not the same. It was the same as that. It was basically the cars had a position towards the front. We're told to unlap themselves. Everyone else had a position in the back. They're like, stay. Yeah, you're already at the back. Shut up. Exactly. Yep. It hasn't really, um, it was an interesting point because it hasn't happened. It really only happened then. And we're like, oh, it's never going to happen again. It yeah. happened again. The Japan's happened. Yeah. Now that's happened. Interesting. Um, Michael Massey, we miss you. But uh, interesting for Gasly, though, because, of course, it's his second last race and his penalty point situation. Very funny. Who knows? Maybe. And he got a five-second penalty for speeding in the pit lane.
0: Yep. That dude just doesn't. There's such menial, tiny little things that don't matter, but when they all add up, he's going to lose races. And that doesn't just stay with the team you're at. That carries over to your new team.
1: Yeah, well, of course. So Alpine want him to not do Abu Dhabi because yep. they want Tari to suffer, but yep. Tari want them to do it in obviously the first race next year because then people I mean, it's very interesting. I'm not trying to necessarily agree with all the the, the fact that he's got as many penalty points as he's got. No.
0: Uh, I think a few of them are probably a bit like weak, but track limits are track limits. Yep. It, it's been like that from the start of this year and everyone's had the same effect. So he's not being judged by the different rules, I would say. Unfortunately, he's just been the one that's been on the, the bad end, the unlucky side maybe.
1: And the, uh, the, the biggest person in that instance is Kevin Magnussen in the black yep. and orange flag yep. uh, for, for so long. And we saw today, didn't we, so many end plates sort of, you know, buff off into the side. There was one, I think it was Max's actually. In the, the sprint, speed yeah. of which, well, in the race after the contact with Lewis, the yep. speed yep. of which yep. that it detached and went into a fence was terrifying. Yeah. And if it wasn't a fence and if it was a marshal standing there, the guy, girl would be dead, like yeah. j- the the velocity of it. So I understand, but when it's when it breaks off, the different questions it's about it's broken the, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. For for K Mag, is kind of like I get it, but it's kind mm. of unfortunate for a lot of the times. It's kind of just been in an angle, um, and then said, oh, it could fall off. Whereas the other ones have kind of been flop- flopping around a little bit and then have yeeted themselves off the wing. Um, but yeah, having a DNF yeah. is such a shame. But yeah. him getting pole. I was annoyed he yeah. didn't take his helmet off for a long time because I wanted to see that smile. Yeah,
0: because he knew, he knew he had to get weighed, so he was trying to keep all his stuff. He <laughs> gave away his gloves I was watching to his, yeah. to his guy, and then he's like, oh, it's me gloves. That? I need to weigh myself <laughs> with my gloves.
1: But it was such good and joyous content. It was good. Did it, you enjoy it, Zeke? I don't know, You know, <laughs> what, what can I say? <laughs> Well, this is a guy, just for your context, this is a guy who in his first outing in Formula 1, 2014, he's driving for McLaren Mm. and he gets a podium in Australia. It was like like out of the box. baby driver. Out of the box, amazing position for him. McLaren at that point were a pretty strong team. Everything didn't go so well thereafter, but at least at the very beginning of the season, they were doing good things. So that's kind of, he came in with a high and he was asked, he, he got uh, pole position for the sprint race, and then he ended up finishing in uh, eighth. So for those listening, you get one point in sprint race for eighth, and then it works its way back up towards that. But he was asked, what does it measure between 2014 and 2022? How does it feel? It's like this just feels so different because of, of all the ups and downs. You yeah, know, Haas is the definition mm. of a roller coaster of great team yep. work, then tires not being put on properly, and then falling to the back of the grid and that sort of other stuff so for K-Meg and someone who probably named name that you know you might have heard us talk about in, in the list but not really ever spoken about mm. it's nice to have someone like that grab pole position don't you think
2: yeah
1: just keeps it fresh for you yeah the only other person Man. who watches Formula 1 Man.
2: <laughs> you know as a Formula 1 fan
1: yes dude go on <laughs> yep I, I agree good <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> uh Now, Mick Schumacher. Yes. he. Everyone's like, oh, well, it's a nail in the coffin for him because he finished in 20th. It was a half sandwich, Kevin at the front, Mick at the back. He stormed through that field to to get into that grid qualifying position, sorry, into that um, box spot incredibly well. Yep. He was fighting cars that he had no business being faster than. Yep. And he drove incredibly well, was very respectful with how he raced. I'm still struggling to see why bringing Hulk back if that is the path they go yeah. down, is a better choice at this point than just keeping Mick for another 12 months.
0: I, I don't see why it is, to be honest. Consistency, someone who's been in that car now for two seasons, is knows the team, understands, is developing with the team, makes sense to me, as opposed to a brand new face that's coming back and is kind of separated from the sport. Yes, race this year, but was not fit enough, was not healthy enough, Would have, is going to be having to get Feeling mm-hmm. healthy over that time. I think Mick would be the the option for me. Like, mm. less change, the better. Let's focus on controlling variables we can, which is a driver. Mm-hmm. Right now, we don't have to make a change because the car's nowhere near competitive. Why would we mess with things we don't have to?
1: Yeah. And I think, I mean, early on in the season, he did punch it into a wall for a bit. Yep. And Gene Haas has come out and said, well, it's cost us a lot of money. But I mean... Gene Haas isn't spending nearly enough money, let's be honest. <laughs> that's why me, the team's not good. That's very true. But to me, this is his true rookie season. Because yes. last year was not because of racing alongside Mazepin. You can't learn it's not anything. Sort a measuring stick. Kevin Magnussen is a great measuring stick and is helping Mick along. So, Seb, yep. I just think given that fact, and as difficult as it is to wipe off a year from everyone's memory, he's shown a lot of progress. Yeah. And he's getting better and better, I think. So, look, for, for my mind, I think Haas should keep the lineup that they've got for next year. Bringing Hulk back is, is interesting to a point because it shows to people like Daniel Rick that there is an opportunity to come back. But in the same instance, there is already a seasoned driver there in Kevin Magnuson who's actually got a podium yeah. <laughs> already. Yep. Whereas Hulk hasn't. It's just an interesting it's an interesting point yeah. for me. So I don't really see where it is. But anyway, that's still yet to be announced. Um Gunter was a very happy, very, very happy boy. And I think he said something along the lines of, um, when it rain when it's raining soup, you need to have your spoons or something, or when there's heaps of soup you need to have spoons. Um, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, please screenshot that and send it to Campy. When Campy listens to this podcast, he will know what we've just liked at. Uh, please feel free to show Ezekiel Finn as well okay. that because um, that, we were talking Sorry about it before we started this. recording leave. it. This, you can't see This can't is see. This purely is... an inside joke. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I look forward to you doing that.
0: Uh, <laughs> gone.
1: We'll be right back. My whipping boy. <laughs> <laughs> whipping boy. Hey, we're back. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Lakeside Drive F1 podcast. <laughs> Good God! Uh, let's keep going through. We we're almost there, listener. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. Aston Martin, Seb Vettel in eleventh, and Lance Stroll finishing in tenth. Seb drove so well yeah. this weekend. He's putting that car up towards the front, like that fifth, sixth position. He's he's battling Alonso. He's he's yep. back where he should be. Yeah. And Hamilton. He was battling Hamilton at one point yeah. in position. You love to see it. I'd love seeing this, Seb, and it's
0: only really since he's decided to give it up. Is he's been relaxed and just kind of like, yeah, I'll take it as it comes and I'll I'll commit to every race and be really hard working. But then he's it's because he I think he knows that there's no like off season and then coming back and this is it. He's got nothing to lose, so he's just putting it all out there. He seems relaxed and just enjoying every moment as well. Mm. He's not really like Getting caught up in the the points and the the standings and stuff. He's just race by race. How well can I do?
1: And he's got some merch. Did you open that link that I? No, sent? I didn't. He's got three, uh, four t-shirt designs. Um, the prices are astronomical. They're like it's twenty one. This is why Formula One drivers make so much money. Fifty euros shipping. And €70 Euros for the T-shirt. Get stuck. Which is about 4272 dollars
2: y Cheapest. Um,
1: <laughs> just have a scroll through there and, and look at the designs. So I actually quite like the designs. Um, and I'm thinking about buying Campy one of them from the Lakeside Drive.
0: <laughs> I can tell which one. Yes. <laughs>
1: <number>. <laughs> what, are, what are your whole thoughts?
0: I think Campy would like
1: none of those. Exactly. Wow. I think Miami
0: with- Underwater's funny. It is funny.
1: <laughs> which, which one do you think we should buy, Campy? Listener would love your input too. Go to uh, Seb, Recommend us. Seb yeah. Vettel's website and and send us which one of the four T-shirts you think we should buy him.
2: Yeah, this is going to have to be a play-along because this is
1: terrible radio. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great, though. Yeah, good. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Last one. <Yeah. laughs> this one?
0: Yes. That's campy. Okay, good.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, that's the three. I To be honest, I think everyone else will join us yeah. in that spot. Um, but, yes, yeah, Sebastian Vettel, the guy is a legend. We, we, we're going to miss him, as we've said time and time again this year. How funny that it's been, you know, it's come full circle. Yeah. We really started enjoying him at Ferrari. The villain era, he left at Red Bull, and now he's going to go out very much loved. Lance Stroll, though, as a teammate, goodness me. And now Alonso is trading Esteban for him. It's not much oh, better, is it? Rip.
0: I, uh, I don't know. What, they were the two people you'd argue made the most, like, diabolical calls against their teammate.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> this week Absolutely. in the spring. Right.
0: They, were, they were the ones at fault.
1: But Asa Martin and I are actually getting faster. Yes. So there is, I think, a good – They've stolen some people from bigger teams. There's a lot of good people working at that outfit yep. now. And when they get the campus up and running. The campus. It will be fantastic. Maybe it's up and running already. Mm. I don't know. I don't follow that. That's a estate. They should call it the that. The estate. <laughs> <laughs> their estate is the medical car. <laughs> uh, Alfa Romeo. <laughs> Malphie Bottas finishing in ninth. Uh, Joe Guernu finishing That's in. underrated. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Thank you. I like canned laughter, <laughs> especially when it's campy. So uh, yeah, Valtteri Bottas finishing in ninth. He kind of flew on the radar. He um, did. But he has an excellent Ned Flanders version of moustache. Oh, my gosh. It is luscious. Do yourself a favour and go and look at his face if you haven't. Because it's on Daniel's good. Instagram, actually. It is, his new one. It is, <laughs> yes. Oh, so you have seen it. Yes. Very good a lot. Uh, and Joe Guayne, finishing in twelfth. Uh, Alfa Romeo, of course, now just fully focused, I reckon, on getting to the Audi era. Yep. 2026. So be interesting to see what they can do because they talk about, oh, we've found some pace and then it gets to the race and then they don't yep. really do anything. So we know Valtteri Bottas is an amazing driver and Joe Guenu has shown some really great performances this year as well. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what they can do next year. Red Bull, Verstappen yeah. in sixth and Perez in seventh. Now, I initially wrote this down because I hadn't finished watching it when, I, when the auto came through, Perez sixth and Verstappen seventh. But what happened to Tommy T? Why was that not the case? Well,
0: uh, Max decided that he was not going to give that place up, uh, which we're still confused as to why, but Max has said behind closed doors he's let people know at the team. Uh, he's made it very clear and it, it felt. I talked to you after quickly and it, yes. it, it seemed like he was trying to prove a point or this was his chance to have some power or some upper hand and he was there to prove a point and tell them exactly why he was not going to give that
1: place back. So Campy sent through, even though he's not here, he sent through this oh, great. This um, tinfoil beanie thing. <laughs> According to Eric Van Haren, Perez deliberately crashed in Monaco qualifying and later admitted it to Helmut Marko and Christian Horner. Maybe this is the reason Verstappen didn't let Perez pass. Of course, Perez went on to win that Grand so Prix. So Perez
0: had the fastest lap and then decided to red flag the session basically.
1: Yeah. So, which is fine. But also Perez has helped out Verstappen I, so many. I can't even count how many times yep. because it's at least – The more than teammate, 10. we'd argue. More than 10. Yep. Um, what it does to me is it shows two things. Firstly, his true colours, Verstappen's true colours. Secondly, why Daniel left Red Bull Racing. I think it's very easy to forget the circumstances in which yes. he was unhappy and the fact that Verstappen was doing that kind of attitude back then. I remember yep. the Azerbaijan and that whole incident, the fallout from that. Um, and what's interesting to me is think about the recent champions – I don't, I don't count Rossberg, but think about <laughs> Hamilton, Vettel, Schumacher, Button, yep. Raikkonen. At any point did they say on a team radio, Do you understand me? Basically, do we understand each other? <laughs> like, I'm the boss and I'm running this team because his attitude was disgusting today. I mm. have to say, like, it's like, dude, okay, you're a great driver and you're a two time world champion. Congratulations. But yep. you're not going to be like that forever. And that kind of attitude is not going to get you very far. Yeah,
0: it it seems odd because he has nothing really to gain out of this. I, I don't know what the upside is of what he's just done. Because it's put the team offside. It's put his fans and everyone kind of in a question yeah. and it's really pissed off his teammate who was willing to help him at all costs. That's right. Usually.
1: Now that's not going to happen. Yeah. And also it makes Christian Horner look weak. Yeah. And Christian Horner will not like that Ooh, no. because Sky F1, I mean, they're talking to Sky F1 again, Red Bull after that whole yeah. one race. They didn't. Um, so basically asked him, like, is there is there any you know cracks forming in the team? He said, Oh no, no, we're still a team in unity and everything I was Like, yeah. well, that does not look like the case. Yeah. And Max coming out afterwards and saying, Oh, we've had a chat now and, you know, people know my reasons. It's like, dude, you've already won the championship. Yeah. Like for what reason? Now Charlotte Claire and your teammate are equal on points to go into second. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, we'll help him in Abu Dhabi. Mate, you could have helped him then. Yeah. So I don't I think that's and a lot of fans, and sorry, not a lot of fans, but a couple of people who listen to our podcast who are Max Verstappen fans yeah. messaged me and said it's very difficult being a Max Verstappen fan today. Yeah. No, I agree. I it's, think it's, it's true colours.
0: And it, you can't even find the analogy in another sport because it's such an individual sport most of the time. Yes. But the fact that that is completely done, this is a dead rubber for all intensive purposes for Max and Red Bull. The only thing they've got left to prove is for the second driver, which has never been done by them, to to come runner-up in the championship. So but, that should be the whole team's effort. It's the whole time,
1: I'm sad for Sergio. Can he look shocked because and yeah, disappointed?
0: The fit, the bit we haven't mentioned before is that he let Max through for Max to potentially take points off someone else. Yeah, his whole goal was to get past Leclerc. Yeah. to reduce the points even further. Exactly. To, if if uh, Perez couldn't get up there, at least Leclerc so wouldn't get four points.
1: But also, let's not forget who did. Who fought Lewis Hamilton at the end of like a the Grand Prix last year that helped Max get along? Yeah, Paris. Many and many a time. Many times. He
0: switched with no hassle. Should could have rightly been leading races and has given up.
1: True colours. Yeah. It's it's disappointing. Uh all right, let's keep going. Alpine finishing ahead of Red Bull. Fernando Alonso in fifth. Uh Espen Ocon in eighth. He was told to let Alonso through after the safety or during the safety car whilst it was gonna end, and he said basically to the team, piss off. Um, An interesting additional, like, I don't think you've got the level. It. Like, there's one thing Max Verstappen saying, a two-time world champion uh, to a team, and, and undeniably one of the best drivers on the grid, and then Esteban Ocon saying it basically, no. I found it interesting
0: because he's the one sticking around that they wouldn't have backed him over the driver leaving. So I thought that was an interesting point. He did then clarify after that he was like, let me get past Vettel. And then I will let him pass. If I can't, we'll switch whatever. Blah, 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 blah. His point was, why are you gonna put me at a deficit trying to do this switch now when I can be chasing Vettel and getting the position for both of us? Yep. Which and Otmar came out later and said he was actually right for that. Yeah. And it was successful.
1: I agree. But he just needs to be better on the radio. He sounded it. like a dick. Didn't Understood. He? That's the word <laughs> yeah. you want. it's all the word you need to say. Ask yeah. Danny Rick. <laughs> uh Ferrari, <laughs> colour signs in third and Char- uh, and Charlotte Leclerc in fourth. But Charlotte Leclerc, I think, pitted 472 times um, during the whole Grand Prix and uh, then got very annoyed because Ferrari wouldn't wouldn't switch them around. Yeah, But we were talking about this earlier, the fact that, and even Martin Brundle said this, and he's absolutely correct, you can't switch from a podium position back to fourth. No,
0: not at all. I, I don't think that's ever the right thing. And I don't know why Leclerc would want to ask that question when he knows full well that. If that was roles reversed, he would say get stuffed quicker Absolutely. than anyone. There is no way he would switch back. To take yourself off a podium when they're so hard to come by for most drivers. Especially Ferrari. McClure's had a lot of podiums like in his young career. Carlos has worked really hard, had a lot of battles to get to that point and has yep. had a lot of disappointment this year with cars.
1: Absolutely
0: DNFs, right. all those kind mm-hmm. of things. He fought back from an engine penalty for his sixth engine and eighth exhaust <laughs> this week. The guy deserved a podium more than Agreed. you and he earned it. Yeah.
1: Rack off. And to be honest, it's nice to have a competition, the Aldi competition, um, <laughs> for the for the second spot uh when it comes in to be equal on points. I mean it's the same as last yeah. year of of Hamilton and uh Verstappen, but now it's McClure and Perez, the position that no one really cares about. Um <laughs> and Mercedes won two. Who would have thought? At the beginning of the year, that wheelbarrow of a car. Yep. Now coming in, Lewis Hamilton not winning as well, being George Russell being the first of, of the winners for yep. Mercedes this year, they have made huge gains. Yep. And I think it was really interesting to like hear. Like you at the gym.
0: <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Couldn't let that one go. <laughs>
1: Sorry. <laughs> I think
0: I – I can't remember which technician they were talking to after from Mercedes, but they were talking about the whole season. Shove.
1: Yep. Andrew Shevlin
0: After – kind of the first three or four races, they decided this year was about learning. That was mm. like winning the championship was off in the distance and really unattainable. What we are going to do is get everything we possibly can out of this year, milk every opportunity to learn and get better for the season after, which is such a great attitude to take into it. Whereas you could argue an Alpine or a McLaren are clawing on to trying to get fourth. Instead of like getting worse to get better, like let's let's dive into the, the grossness and really learn what's wrong with this car and like do some fact finding and and really the work on development, it seems like Mercedes has done that and throughout the year has got better as opposed to like, let's not change anything like, like we're closed. Let's just uh, keep it going and like just kind of grit and bear through and try and get some points. Mercedes is like, no, no, no. Let's tear this thing down and rip it apart to get worse, to get better.
1: Yeah, I think it's fantastic to see, honestly. That is a whole team working in one direction, and I love that Toto wasn't there. I don't know if you saw, but also this is usually with the television oh broadcast my thing. God. He was there via Skype and no audio, no
0: audio. But the presenters could hear; just yes. we couldn't
1: hear, which Bizarre. is just excellent TV direction. I don't know why they wouldn't. Ch- I don't know who. Like surely someone somewhere in the world output. messages the producer and going, "You can't they hear Toto." They did it multiple times. It was a good fifteen-minute segment. Yeah, of only not of, of only <laughs> hearing one Laisenbeam. side. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listening
1: to the questions. Oh dear. Anyway, well, that's team by team analysis done and dusted for the Brazilian Grand Prix. Uh, a quick shout out to um, to one of our fantastic new patrons. Karen, thank you so much for becoming a patron. You, if you want to support the show as well, uh, of course, you get all the content for free. We don't hide anything behind a paywall, but you can go to our Patreon. It's in the link in the description below of this podcast. Um, and don't forget you can, yeah, you can find out, uh, well, sorry, you can join our little Discord channel exclusive for the patrons. Um, and Tommy T might even show himself if you remember his last word.
2: Fantastic.
0: Zeke's
1: stings <laughs> steal the thunder of our podcast.
0: As they should. They're amazing.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, before we wrap this one up, let's do our fantasy team name uh, competition. Uh, 160 of you. Here I is what I found. Yeah. What Checo said. Daniel B, you can't talk with us. Tara G, uh, tanking for CFD time as you said uh, Matthew W checking out for the season uh, Jonathan C yep Verstappen verse Mercedes when it comes to total points Jake B yes uh, Big Rick penalty energy Haley H that's from uh, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago from Mexican Grand Prix and that was very very good a lot uh, Gunter Steiner and the ocean liner Nicholas H I tell you what that is already in contention for my favourite for the year um, where's Alonso's missing Molotov Nathan D yes because Esteban Ocon's car caught on fire yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> after the incident and uh, Fernando was not upset by that and what the hell is doing stroll John B uh, top three in the race first was team Ferrari from Australia with Josh M 334 points second yeah what Checo said Daniel B from Australia 304 points uh, and third all signs point to Carlos Australia Louise B 293 points I feel like sign, like a signs pun is amazing content. quality yeah. so uh, they'll also be looked on favourably uh, yeah So that's it for this week. Um, Now remember, do what you want. (laughs) That was succinct.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's hung it up. Outstanding.
1: Hey, so the good news is I've been getting some really good feedback about this style. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let me get on mic. Hang on. Um, it was from you. <laughs> <laughs> no one's listening anymore. I don't know where all the listeners are gone, but we've lost about 400 of you. It must be the style.
2: <laughs> Maybe the style isn't as good as we first thought. Do
1: you know, I caught up with a couple of other podcasters the other day, F1 podcasters, and two things. They're like, we only look at our numbers at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. They don't bother looking at it week to week, which I thought was interesting. And secondly, uh, they're just so sick of it already. Mm. Not already. Like they're done with the season. Mm. One of the hosts doesn't even watch Formula One anymore. Doesn't even watch the highlights. Just arrives to this video. <laughs> He's like, let me guess, Max Verstappen won. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you
2: didn't need to watch, did you? <laughs> end, end episode. Yeah.